Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Flocculate. Flocculate. I'll repeat that one more time. Flocculate. It's to aggregate or coalesce into small lumps or loose clusters. And I, I'm going to say right now that I did get something out of this. I did. It's, it's slightly abstract, but I did get something out of it. But man, this is pushing me this week on these words. <laughs> They're hard. Um, I'll try to... I feel like... And I'm just going to say this real quick is that I, when I hit these like abstract ideas that are more mechanics, whoa, more mechanics than anything else, I, I ramble on on them. I feel, I feel like I ramble on, um, and it's something that could be shown more in a better visual way or just by playing a game it starts to feel like I'm almost, I'm banging into everything today. It starts to feel like I'm almost, um, like reading a rule set where looking at it is better and reading it and, and seeing the visuals. All right, so here we go. I went with the idea of to group together in a cluster. And the way I thought of it was a puzzly like tile game. And I wrote tile laying, but there's, there's, a, there's definitely a grid that we're working with. Um, and the pieces are magnets. And I wrote not literal magnets, but each piece has a certain item that it collects or a certain range that it works in or a certain direction. And then it pulls the items, the scoring items, towards it. So to give it some theme, let's just say it's like fruit on a conveyor belt. Uh, the items are going to come down this conveyor belt of uh, items, cards or tiles or whatever they are, or little tokens or something. And then you can buy from the line at $1 per item down the line. So the first one is worth a dollar. The second is two, three, four, five. Um, when they get to the end, and I'll get back into how this actually works, if they're not bought and they're at the dollar end, they start to work their way onto the board, allowing the magnets to start doing their thing. Uh, and the magnets could represent like buyers, you know, they definitely could be more like a buyer or something like that. But they, uh, the magnets activate whenever an item is within reach. Uh, they pull it in, and then the player that controls that magnet obtains the item. Sometimes it's scoring, sometimes it's uh, better magnets, better items, items that you can uh, you can combine them to make better uh, magnets or anything like that. So uh, let's talk about how it looks. Board of tiles, five by five. Around the perimeter is a space for the conveyor. And this is where I feel like an image would show better, but there's a space for the conveyor. So let's just say it's a like a token that shows the conveyor. It's on this spot, like the middle of the left side. Off to the side of this grid is the actual conveyor, the five by the 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 row of cards, five cards or five tokens or tiles or whatever they are. It's almost like a little sideboard where that's where we we do our purchasing and, and things like that. The items come down the conveyor, and if they're not purchased, they go to that spot where the conveyor is on the outside of the board. At the end of the turn around that conveyor is going to move and it should move something unique and neat like for example um it moves as far as the highest dollar paid is that turn so if somebody pays five dollars it's going to move five spaces so we have a little bit of control on where that conveyor goes at the end of each turn 
so I can set myself up to be ready for the conveyor to come my way um, so I can get free items in a later turn. And it might have to be more, you know, two or three more than there are players so that stuff is coming down the conveyor onto that spot of the board no matter what. But if they're not bought, or if they are bought, you put them on the edge anywhere. Uh, if it's not bought, it hits the conveyor location. Items are pulled by the magnets. Magnets can work like this. A certain magnet can pull any item in its row or column. One can be just its row. One can be just its column. Uh, if that one ends up on that row or column, it pulls it and captures it. You can have another one that pulls any item within three spaces of any direction, including diagonal. You can have one that pulls a red item in its quadrant. Things like that. And they all just, they would have to work in some sort of way where uh, I thought of there has to be either like an initiative where each magnet has its own, um, you know, initiative value or each player has their own initiative value so for player order or everything happens at once. And if the magnets cancel each other out, the items get stuck and stop. And then maybe those magnets... Uh, would um, uh, get disabled for a round and uh, the next round it's going to get pulled by other magnets that are out there. So the, the constant pulling of two magnets uh, or more uh, causes a magnet to malfunction. And I think that's it. That's about all I have. It's, uh, I talked about, you know, um, buyers at a, I don't know, like a, fruit market or something the fruits coming down the line the buyers this is what they want and this is where they're willing to go for it um and if there's two buyers they end up fighting <laughs> i don't even know uh it doesn't seem too terrible and I, my favorite part about it is being able to control where the conveyor goes on the next turn um so i don't know it's worth a shot it's not bad or you can tell me if it's not bad. <laughs> anyway, it's the end of a week. Hopefully uh, you were able to get somewhere with these words. I was able to get somewhere with the words, even though they felt like a struggle. Um, and uh, we've got two more episodes this weekend, and I will be back on Monday. So uh, thanks again, and I'll, I'll catch you later.